Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to TGN. It is uh, November 21st. It is the week of Thanksgiving. So somehow there was an oversight on me making a program or I, I don't know, but here we are. So praise the Lord. I'm glad to be here with you. It may be a short evening. We'll see. Um, how this goes, but I'm glad to be here, and thank you for those that are joining us and that are listening maybe at a later time. Um, we just bless you, and we, we pray uh, the Lord's favor and grace to be upon your life, uh, and even a network. May you have a network of grace um, supplied for your life, so praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayers. God, we lift up this evening to you, Lord, and just dedicate this time unto your name, God. Be glorified and be magnified, Father, in this place. God, be magnified in this place, Lord, and and may um, we follow you, Father, as you are leading, Lord, and staying in tune with you and in your voice, Father. We thank you, Lord. I dedicate myself unto you as well, Father, and I thank you. God, we thank you for this place. Lord, and we thank you for this time and this season, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for using us for your glory. In Jesus' name, the Holy Spirit is moving. I have a couple things that I want to talk about. There's something that I read, um, a few things. I hope it's not too scattered. (laughs) Let me read, um, going back and forth, if you will. Let me read a verse here in 1 Corinthians 1. Four and five, it says, I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God, which was given to you by Christ Jesus, that you are enriched in everything by him and all utterance and all knowledge. So we like that one, right? Because the Lord is speaking and we're enriched by his utterances and his knowledge. So praise God. May it continue to come forth. God, we thank you for just anointing PGN uh, and again, blessing us in our time here in Jesus' name. Um, Well, so last week, let me just go back and do a little snippet the Lord was showing me um, uh, over the weekend, Sunday, I believe it was Sunday morning. He, uh, so last week I was talking about stewarding the Lord had spoke to steward the sufficiency and, um, and what that looked like. And I was talking about that and explaining that. And then the Lord, um, so all of that is still, still true. And in doing that, and so I'm not going to recap really too much on that. Um, but you can listen to the first 10 minutes of last week if you want. That was 1114. Um, Okay, and how we're being sanctified uh, when we steward in different areas, right? Okay, there was the area of grace, his sufficiency and his grace, sufficiency and courage, um, and that he is able to make all grace um, unto us. Oh, as ministers, we're sufficient as ministers in grace and in courage. And so he was showing me on Sunday um, a little added snippet or like if you flip the coin on the sufficiency of God's grace, 
on the stewarding this deficiency, he was showing me not to, um, at times what happens is when we get, um, because of maybe woundedness or an injury, if you will, or past experience, which I'll call it injury, if you will, or woundedness, if you will, um, um, let's just call it an injury, which is like an incident of a past experience that, um, that, we need to reframe our thinking and God is supplying his grace. He's, you know, calling us to minister. And then he's also asking us what, uh, the courage uh, to do so, to speak for him, to however your expression is through the utterance and knowledge of the grace of God on your life, to bring those things forth, right? And so he was showing me that even in the injury, because our brains are wired to um, for connection, and when there's an injury, if you will, or a mistrust, or you know, some people call it a woundedness, but sometimes um, I think people get stuck in their soul when we just call it uh, woundedness, or when we use a word for so long we have to reframe things and refresh things so to make sure we're getting to the areas the Holy Spirit is leading us to. So, and when we're injured, if you will, or injustice, perhaps, um, we have a tendency because we're made to connect and then this injustice or betrayal or injury happens. Then what happens is within our own humanity, our own resources, we um, tend to protect ourselves or protect ourselves before we move forward again, right? So if you've been with other ministry leaders, um, you know, or even church, you hear this a lot in church where they see ministry leaders failing, falling, or even just so many discrepancies, you know, and lack of humility. I mean, it used to be, I think God is really, um, really working on this particular area. Um, you know, and sharpening and cleansing and, and people, you know, it being more tethered um, to the integrity of what God's called them to walk in. But um, because of a past injury, they might say, no, I, I don't want to go to church because of, or it's the people, you know, they'll say gossip or whatever it might be. I wasn't included. Nobody um greeted me, you know, nobody even noticed me, things like this, right? Those would be injuries. I would call that an injury, okay? We'll just call that. We're going to just stop using, I'm going to stop using the word woundedness, wounded, and just call it an injury or an affliction or an injustice, right? And so, but if we continue to stay in that pattern of thinking where we're, and that would be a pattern of self-sufficiency, is where we're protecting ourselves and we're not walking in the grace or stewarding the sufficiency of being a minister and what you're called to minister, that God's equipped you by his grace, walking in the grace that's strengthening you, even in your weakness, and seeing, right, when God's on that, when God's grace is on you and the utterance and the knowledge of his grace to be displayed, displayed or demonstrated or spoken, however that is that you are to release that. He doesn't want you to hold that back because maybe um, of maybe whatever it might be, 
right? He doesn't want you to hold that back. And it might just be a glimmer um, as he wants you to have sufficient courage to exalt him. And, um, and so when those patterns of thinking, patterns of thoughts, replay themselves in an injury when God calls you to move forward, if you will, or to take a step forward. He, does, he wants us to take the time to reframe that thinking according to his sufficiency and what he supplied for us in that moment. And even if that is just a glimmer, even if it seems, and I mean a glimmer, like even if it seems like it's a penny, right? It has value, but it seems small, right? It seems small and it doesn't seem like you're walking in the fullness of it yet. Well, he's saying steward the sufficiency in that area. So when you're, when you're hit with um, replaying an injury, uh, reframe your thinking um, to his thinking, to his sufficiency and stewarding of where his grace is in that moment and ask yourself, Lord, where's the grace here? Where's the sufficiency and the grace on this that I need to reframe my thinking so that I can walk forward, I can move forward, Um, show me me, right? So that you can subdue that and then surrender to Christ and then walk in that. Okay, so that was just my follow-up nugget there. Okay, so praise God. Bless God for that. My note, I was reading on Saturday um, my Bible, and uh, I came to Amos. And I know I've talked about this before. I tried to look rather quickly, though, so I didn't find it. But I know I've talked about Amos in the past and not too long ago. Like it has to be, I believe, within the year. Oh, actually, it might have been in August. I had some notes on my um paper the beginning of August I was um, I may have mentioned Amos because he was one of the prophets who came forth when the northern kingdom so Israel you know and the tribes of Judah when the northern kingdom was uh, taking place Amos came forth uh, to be a voice um, in that particular area and he spoke a lot about justice and talking about the injustices he confessed concentrated on the injustices um, in Israel. And so at this time, so why, when I opened this, okay, it, um, it was talking about Israel and I was thinking about Israel. Now in the time of Amos, it was God was doing both things. He was going to take care of, um, and in Amos 1, it talks about the judgment on Israel's neighbors. And this was the, you know, the, um, the reading and that I was that that came across my path on Saturday, and um, I was praying for Israel. Okay, as you too, I'm sure, I'm certain, and confident um, that you are praying for Israel, and perhaps, um, perhaps you have been praying, or you will be praying for Israel. So in Amos, when he was talking about the judgment of Israel's neighbors and what's coming next. Now, I don't know um, what comes next on this, but they were talking about Damascus. And I know I've talked to my husband about this, about, um, you know, Damascus, the city being wiped out, but judgment, God, God really takes care of Israel. 
and that he will bring judgment on his neighbors and the injustices of all of that. Okay, and so Amos brought that forth. And so what I was thinking was, and I know I spoke this um, a while, again, I believe it was in the beginning of August, as best I can tell from my notes, but I know it was this year, um, and not too long ago. But Amos was actually a farmer. He was a worker, and God called him out of that to, um, you know, he had a profession, if you will, and um, he called him to speak into areas um, like in the marketplace and things that were a little bit out of his uh, seemingly range, but yet God, that's what God called him to because he was meeting with God, and God was speaking to him, and then God Um, So he was a farmer and God took him into a materialistic nation, it says, and began to speak unto them and and declare judgment on Israel's neighbors. And then during the time as well, Israel had a lot of bad kings and servants during that time. So Israel had to bear its own burden, if you will, and God had to deal with them as well. So things got turned around to be a blessing. Um, for them, but during that particular time, and um, what is that at the end? So yeah, there were some things that um, they had to deal with that were inescapable. That God, um, He wanted to bring His presence and His comfort and His goodness back to them, but the leaders were not during that time copacetic, as they say. So any, so here's, well, I don't know what's next on the, um, but it may very well be. I, I'm not sure. I'm just, I'm thinking, let's be looking <laughs> to Israel. If God has placed judgment, okay, because of the injustices in the past and, and Amos on um, Israel's neighbors, then this is, the, this is uh, could hold true again. And Damascus, it literally mentions the city of Damascus. Now, I know, um, and I was even praying that God would have his way, and he knows, right, because he sees clearly he has the biggest perspective and sees things clearly and can judge the intents and motives of people's hearts um, at any level, any degree, in any nation. And um, so I was praying whoever needs to get out of Damascus that they would do so um, if that, you know, the salvation of those who may need that. Now, again, this might be a little bit, um, I understand I don't have a lot of, uh, well, I was going to say knowledge, but um, I don't know the particular next steps for prophetically biblical prophecy of what comes next maybe Nicole would but I don't know how soon um, Damascus the thought of Damascus being wiped out is on the calendar or on the threshold Um, I'm not sure so but we do pray uh, for Israel so I I hope that you are blessing Israel to some level to some degree and um, aligning yourself with the word of God over um, over the nation of Israel and whatever that looks like. So in this nation, okay, so whatever that looks like for you and how the Lord impressed that upon your heart and moving forward. Okay, so there's that. Those are those nuggets there.
um, for this evening. But Amos also, when I was reading it as well, reminded me a little bit of Randy in some degree and um, some of us in the same similar pattern um, in that we're just going about our business (laughs) and seeking the Lord and then the Lord calling us out and bringing us forth in different ways that maybe we weren't expected before. Um, but because of just obeying and following, um, you know, that who, who knows that you haven't come to the kingdom for such a time as this. And, and I'm speaking to myself as that, right? Receive that for myself as well. Um, so thank you, Lord, for establishing your ways in our lives, but God, and uh, we thank you, Lord, for bringing that forth. So it's just interesting, too, that Amos uh, spoke to in the northern, it was Israel, and even Randy's call on Israel. It's just interesting that there's some parallels there. Uh, anyways, okay. So now I was going to read this. I was reading also Romans 8, and, um, and I was thinking of, okay, so Romans 8. 37 and 38 says, um, this is what version of, okay, wait, let me go to the um, New King James. And it says, and I'm thinking about the end times, right? And we don't really know what's on the horizon, so to speak, if you will. But it says, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So um, 38, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So we have his assurance that his love, no matter what we go through in present, in future, nothing can separate us from the love of God. We have that assurance, right? And even John 10, 27 through 29 talks about, right? My sheep know my voice um, and they follow, they follow him and we hear him and we follow him. We know his voice. And then it says, that no one can snatch us out of the hands of the Father, Um, you know, that we are secure. Those are our assurances. But also Romans, the Romans that I just read is um, the assurance of our future, of that nothing can separate us from his love, no matter what we're going through, whether it's in the natural, it's in the supernatural, (laughs) whatever it looks like, that, that people departed from us, that, you know, uh, whatever it might be, uh, God's love is always with you. It's never, he he will never leave you um, or forsake you. Okay. Um, Let me just check on the verse here. All right. I'm not going to read it in that version because, okay, so back to Romans 8, 27. It says, now he who searches the heart knows the mind of the spirit and is because he, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So, um, 
you know, talking about prayer and intercession, we might not, we might not know how to pray as we ought, but the spirit, so we're praying in the spirit and asking the Lord, he knows the intent, the intent, excuse me, of the mind of the spirit and he's making intercession. So that's a part of, you know, we might participate in the utterance and the verse I read earlier in first Corinthians one, four and five. And the knowledge that the knowledge comes forth because it's through the spirit and according to the will of God. So you can make those intercessions where you're in the midst of extreme, right? The extreme. So it's even talking about that just before um, the other verse that was verse uh, 27 and then 10 verses later, it's talking about nothing will separate us. And even the extremities, life or death, you know, whatever it might be, powers, principalities, whatever the intensity and the circumstance, whether the circumstance, again, is in the natural that you see it and it's extreme or it's in the spiritual and it's extreme and it needs to be taken out. The love of God is with you and the spirit of God is upon you to bring forth the utterance and the knowledge of God in that place. And praying in the spirit is going to bring forth, it's going to bring forth uh, the spirit knows the mind of the will of God. Okay, so that's important in those times as well. I think that's in the Lord just, just, just now, <laughs> really that just now unfolded that. So we thank you, Lord. I want to talk about a couple uh, that I'm going to open the phone lines. I want to talk about a couple practical things about alignment. The Lord um, also spoke this word alignment to me. And then um, I was listening to a teaching on very practical things of alignment. And I wrote them down and I thought they were um, really good points um, that we can do for alignment. Okay. So alignment, when you, okay, there's different, things right we want to align with the lord and the word and there he has because he has all authority there is a realm in every area that we walk in that there's some type of authority uh, that we walk in or under um, that comes in alignment and god will bless that i know i've I've spoke about this a little bit before and even this year okay um but also in alignment like let's say you're wanting to um Okay, um, you're wanting to go back to school to get your master's degree to be a counselor. Okay, I know this um, was encouraging a person this week about this, that um, she had a meeting for her graduation, for her exit, you know, um, that when she'll graduate and they'll release her. Um, and, um, gosh, what is it? Like, and the... Uh, um, summer, right before summer, spring, spring, summertime. And um, I thought this fit with what she was doing, right? So she's got to align herself with her goal, if you will, or align herself with the purposes. If you know what the purpose and the will of God is for you, you've got to align yourself. You have to make decisions and the motions, right? Faith has deeds and actions, aligning yourself um, under that for, for in setting yourself up and executing your goal, if you will, okay? For that, that sounds, but okay. So, so number one, you want to ask yourself so the people, the people in your life and the people that are closest to you and that are around you and um, that you spend the most time with, 
right? Because we love all people and we spend time with people, right? But who you're really giving yourself to, like you're open to them, you're open to receive, you're open to give, and you're open just to be yourself with them, um, like in trusting, trusting relationships. Um, you want to ask yourself those people, um, who are you walking with? in the areas um, that, that are fitted for your alignment. And I'm not saying to, to ditch other people or anything like that, because especially if it's a career goal, right, you're going to have other goals too. But you want to, um, you, you want to have the knowledge and be aware of who's around you. Who are you, who are you aligning yourself with, right? And so, um, so who are you walking with? Who are the people and where are they going? Where are they going in their lives? Okay, where are they headed? Where, where is their motivation? Where is their intentions? Um, you know, that's why sometimes Christians and non-Christians don't spend a lot of time together because of this very reason, right? There's just where are they going? Where are they walking? And, you know, so you spend time because you plow and then you sow and plant and hopefully reap. Um, in their lives, those are the, that's the intention, right? And then they disciple, right? But if they're, if they're not clear, they're not, you're not going to be heading in the same places with the same goals and the same, you know, motivations as an unbeliever and a believer. Okay, that's just one clear example. But look to see, like, where are you aligning yourself? Who, who are you walking with and who are those people and where are those people going? Like, do you have people a little bit ahead of you in ministry that can, um, you know, that you're learning from, that you can, you know, they can speak into your lives. You can ask them freely, ask them questions. Um, you know, what is it? Is it something, um, and educationally, you want to get a certification um, in certain areas, you know, and maybe Lord, and sometimes the Lord, what I'll do is they'll, send people across your path that maybe have that certification or maybe they've had it or they've worked or served in that area for quite some time and you can glean and ask questions from them, right? And, and figure things out. And it's the Lord's helping um, to put the puzzle pieces uh, together. Okay. Okay. And then number two, you do have to line up your time and kind of audit your calendar, align your calendar with what, with what you want to do, right? So this person went back to school. She had to line up her calendar. She did have to switch things in her job role. Um, she went from full-time to part-time for the first half of her year um, getting her master's degree. And then the second half, she had to spend a lot of time doing um, internships and practicums and stuff that she actually had to quit her job, walk away from her job, and they just really had to hunker down on some stuff. And then in the summer, she did kind of nanny things um, to help with their income during those times, right? So she, she really was, you know, it sometimes make a sacrifice, but she had to align her calendar and line up her time with her goal and making it fit and how she could do that. And some of it was as she went, um, then it became more narrow and more narrow in order to, for the completion, right, where there's a lot of hard work and dedication sometimes when we're aligning ourselves. This is true. So, and then thirdly is um, your money. 
or your investment, or what is it going to cost you, right, to get further in the long run, okay, to get further in the long run. Where, where is the investment? You're actually, even your money, and you're stewarding your money as making an investment in yourself. For some people, it'll be investment in yourself, Other, and others would be a combination of investing in yourself, investing in the kingdom, and the will of God. Some people go back to Bible school, right? Or they, they go for two years, they'll go um, to Bible school, they'll take a mission trip, right? So when we have things, we align ourselves with those things, with the people, with our time and calendar. We have to audit our time, audit our calendar to align with where you're going. And then also, you know, it's an investment or a money or a cost. But in the long run, it's going to get you further to reaching that goal. Okay, so those are just some practical things that maybe even, so those are correct, this is like correct position um, for you to align yourself with whatever your goal is, okay? And then also you might, those might just be some things that you could write down as well um, for as we're ending the year. And we're scanning over uh, things and processes that have happened thus far. And you are going to align yourself with where the Lord wants you. And even if you need to ask the Lord, um, you know, where that's at, and he will show you. But I, I do feel like many of you, probably already know. I'm sorry, I'm looking I'm looking up a scripture at the same time I'm and <clears throat> Okay, Psalm one twenty one. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you, and the Lord is your shade at your right hand, and the sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm, and he will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going, both now and forevermore. So we thank you, God, for the preservation of your watch, God, first and foremost on Israel, God. We thank you for watching over her, God, and we thank you, Lord. Let your justices come forth, Father, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, Lord, protect her, release her. God, as people of Israel, God, and, or, and people of friends of Israel and friends of America, God, uh, I, I personally take a stand with Israel, God, and I can speak for anyone else, but I know there are others and there are plenty, God, but with our voice and my prayer, God, I pray for the peace of Jerusalem, the release of hostages, God, that the justice, Lord, that your justice will come to uh, the neighbors. God, your judgment will fall on the neighbors of Israel, God, that are against her, Father. So spare our nation. God, spare the people. 
Father, who flippantly mock your word and your intentions, God. Have mercy on them, God. Have mercy on them. Go easy on them, Father God. In Jesus' name, we ask this, but we thank you for the preservation to preserve as you keep watch, God. In Jesus' name, God, we align. I align myself, God, with your word, even in Psalm 121, with Israel and taking a stance, God. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Lord, and we just invite this evening as we were uh, praying earlier in 1 Corinthians 1, 4 and 5, that we thank you. God, we thank you for this evening. We thank you always, God, uh, concerning you for the grace that you've given us, Lord, and the sufficiency in it and stewarding it, God, um, by Christ Jesus, and that we would be enriched, God, not only by your grace, but everything, Father God, through your utterances and your knowledge, God, let it come forth this evening, Lord. And, and I believe it already has, Lord. I mean, there's things I know I've spoken that have just come out smoothly and intently, God, that I didn't purpose, Lord. So I just acknowledge that it's your grace, Lord, that you've given, God, and, and it is your utterance and it is your knowledge, God. And continue to bring it forth, Lord, and even preserve our nation. God, protect our nation. Lord, um, and have mercy on our leaders, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. All right. So unless the Lord builds the house, right? Unless the Lord builds the house. Build our house, God. Build up our house in Jesus' name. Okay. Let me uh, go ahead and just jot down a few of the callers here before I begin to open the phone lines in case... Something happened. I got everything in order. Okay. All right. So, God. Okay. I've, I've heard, I don't know if I've heard that before, but I don't. Okay. All right. 4059. Three, four. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Hello, this is Autumn. Autumn? Yes. Okay, thank you. Well, let me pray for you. God bless you. Um, I wish I thought it was um, oh, Sharon. I thought maybe, but I didn't know. Okay, because of the uh, first four of your number digits. So, Father God, we thank you for Autumn. We just lift them up to you, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you for your graces on his life, God. May he receive them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You know, I see it like this umbrella over you, and it's, you know, and this is the Lord's provision to um, protect you from maybe storms or different elements that have happened. But I'm also now seeing, like, um, this, um, this thing that I don't, and I don't know if it's something you've been carrying. Perhaps that's it. I don't know. But I see that it needs to be, like, removed now that you can receive the graces of God. Receive the latter rains, if you will. That, that they would fall upon you and, you know, refresh you. And um, places, I don't know if you've had places that have felt, I don't know if it's numb 
or um, that just need a refreshing, something uh, like a refreshing and, and knowing that not only in your spirit, you know, but just um, just a touch of that, you know. You know how people go out and they do something and they don't realize, like, how fun it's going to be or, you know, that they just, that they, at the end of the day, they just say, oh, I needed that. Like, they didn't even realize how much they needed to just, whatever it is, unwind or feel refreshed, whatever that is for them. But so I see that like the like the rains <clears throat> and receiving these graces and receiving it. So whatever it is you've been carrying, and again, it looks like an umbrella. So I don't know if it was a type of protection or a form of protection, um, but I'm seeing <clears throat> the rains coming. Um, but actually the, as the um, umbrella needs to be moved. Uh, whatever or whatever it is you're carrying, because it could be symbolic there, uh, needs to be removed so that the, actually it can actually reach you and and um, uh, be received. That these like latter rains can be received upon your life and really taken in. You know that there's no there's nothing separating between what the Lord wants to bring to you. Like there's no veil. I don't know if that's a type of veil that um, you've been carrying that the Lord just wants to remove and um, and really just touch your life, you know, with the graces of God and saturate you and refresh you uh, with the latter rains. And I haven't really thought about that for a long time, so let me find that. Um, Okay, so Deuteronomy 11, let me see here. Okay, so yeah, it definitely has to do with the season. So Deuteronomy 11:14. then I will give you the rain for the land in its season, the early rain and the latter rain, that you may gather in your grain, your new wine, and your oil. So it's definitely a season because the, um, <clears throat> in James 5, 7, it says, therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and the latter rains. So it's definitely a season and a process that brings forth um, so whatever it is that you've been carrying, maybe there was a season for that <clears throat> with the early rains, but now with the latter rains. Um, yeah, so thank you, Father God, for bringing that forth, God, in Jesus' name and Autumn's life, God, that he would receive the latter rains upon him, God, directly upon his life, God, absorbing and taking in, God, all that you have for him, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for establishing those things and making those provisions for him as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. God bless you. Do you, mm-hmm. Do you have any um, prayer requests? Um, just a prayer request for uh, a uh, job transfer. Okay. All right. Have you already asked for it, like put in the bid for it or however that works? 
Yes, I have. I put in requests. I'm trying to switch locations, but I've been having issues. Okay. All right. Well, let's, let me pray uh, over that with the other saints. So, Father God, we thank you for Autumn. Father, we thank you for opening a door. God, and even uh, us praying Psalm 121, God, you keeping watch and preserving our way, Father. And, Lord, you know um, the intents of his heart and the motive of his heart, Lord, to transfer, God, and, and all of the aspects and the reasons with that, God. And we pray, Lord, we do pray for favor and grace, Lord, to open those doors for him, that it would bless him, be a blessing, Um, unto him, Father God, to bring an increase, God, blessing upon blessing upon blessing, God, and making provisions for him. Hey, hey, wait a second. I just thought of something. Um, Yeah, Lord, thank you, Father God, for making all of those things right for him, for him to receive your blessings. Father God, uh, with the, even with the latter rains, God, that he would be positioned and aligned, Father, um, in Jesus' name, Lord. And we thank you, God. We thank you for the grace and opening those doors for him. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much. You're welcome. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Nine five four five eight zero. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Carolyn. Good evening. Hi, Carolyn. Hello. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Let me mute you for a second, and then I will come back to you. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for Carolyn, Father. In Jesus' name, we lift her up to your throne, God. Uh, Lord, I thank you for the things that you've ordained in her life. God, um, in Jesus' name, yeah, Lord, I thank you, Father, for those calling forth those things and positioning them and placing them and putting them in order, God, that you've ordained for her life, God. I I thank you, Lord, um, in Jesus' name, for the placement and the positioning, of the things that you've ordained for her life. Jesus' name. Let me just see something here. Oh, I've never seen that. Also, First Corinthians 2, 7 says, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery and the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages uh, for our glory. Wow. Yeah, I just see that. Um, I, I see that. So thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Yeah. I'm not sure there's something, I think, too, on the... So what I put in ordained um, in this thing, the first verse that comes up that doesn't necessarily have the word ordained in it, but it's interesting, so I'm going to read it. But in Psalm 139.16, so it has the principle of ordained. As your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they were all written. The days fashioned for me when yet there was none of them. So we thank you, God, 
Wow. Wow, Lord, we thank you for how watchful and, um, and, and even the preservation, again, going back to Psalm 121, Lord, and keeping watch, Lord, and the purposes and writing that forth, Father God, fashioning her days, God, and ordaining the time on earth, God, as you've seen her, even in the secret place, God, and the substance, God, and, the, and I know our faith is like a substance that brings forth and it creates things to come forth, um, you know, that are fashioned for us and fashioned by our faith, God. So we thank you, Lord, um, in Jesus' name, and actually even pray that and extend that to the other listeners as well, that the things that the Lord has fashioned for you, as you call them forth in faith with your substance, the faith of your substance, right? Faith is the things hoped for and the substance of things yet to come. That um, and even in that, that you were created with a substance of faith to bring to bring forth the days fashioned for you on earth to come forth in Jesus' name, God. So we bless Caroline with that, Father God, in the name of the Lord and the other PGN, God, the people, Father, that are listening, Lord, um, that host, whoever it might be, Father, we thank you for bringing it forth, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Wow. Wow. There's something on that. So praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that encouraging word. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, praise God. Now, do you have a um, prayer request? Well, my prayer request would, would have been like, for things to come into alignment, things to, I heard you talking about alignment. That's been my prayer. Yeah. For things to come into alignment, and for the next um, remaining days of this year, that God will just enable me to accomplish whatever needs to be accomplished to fulfill His plans and purposes in my life. I've been praying in regards to a few things and earnestly seeking his manifestation, personal areas of life. Not yet seen it come forth as yet, but I just pray that God will grant me the faith and the patience to continue to hold on until um, it is materialized. Um, this is just, it's a personal request, but it's rather important to me. And there are times when I... I do feel saddened or, or disappointed or, you know, the Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. There are times when I have to just shake off the, the spirit of heaviness and just um, realign myself and renew my mind and yeah. trust God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I totally understand. That's a good word and very mature response and knowing um, your reaction and recognizing it to be able to reframe your thinking um, to the will of God. You know, that's what we're all have to recognize, whether we're doing that in our own soul with our own thoughts because of an, or our own injuries, if you will, or is it a spirit, like a spirit of heaviness, you know, or a, 
that right. discouragement, yes. Like is it something we're picking up in the spirit or is it really just something that we're doing in our own soul that we need to discern and reframe um, and align with the Lord. So praise God. Okay, good. Well, it sounds like almost everything the Lord brought forth for you was even what you're praying um, and what we spoke on. So that's very cool um, because it's confirming um, uh, and I hope to you as well, but just for what the Lord's um, doing, you know. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And happy yeah. Thanksgiving when it comes. Be blessed. Oh, thank you. You have a wonderful Thanksgiving too. God bless you. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks. Okay, I'm going to pray. I'm going to close your phone line and pray for you. So thank you, Father. We just lift up Caroline's prayer request to you, God. We come into agreement with that, God. We thank you, Lord, for ordaining it and placing it. God, like like I'm, I, like I'm, it's a... Um, Firm is taking the placement of what's ordained and placing it firmly in the ground. So the other things have to move around it, um, you know, and like that placement in the land, really. He's like placing this thing in the land that is ordained. So, so when I seen it earlier, it was like the little things that he was placing and positioning, um, they were in the ground, in the land, um, but the things that ordained on it, you know, like this is what he's ordained and he's putting it into place. So we thank you, Father God, Lord, for the land, for her to bear fruit where she's to walk. God, we thank you for hearing her prayers, God, and, and even her faith, Father God, and bringing those things forth, God, to bear fruit in the land for your glory, God. We thank you, Lord, for positioning her and aligning her. God, I'm doing your will and your purposes, even for the remaining uh, days of this year, God. We thank you, Lord. And and even as I said that, I thought of, um, yes, we're in 2023, but I thought of, thought of Psalm 23, where it says, his rod and his staff, they guide us and they comfort us. So we thank you, Lord, for your guidance and your comfort and positioning us. Um, and I do believe this is for all of us as well. That's why I say us. Um, and Caroline, Father, um, through the remaining days of 2023, God, and we thank you, Lord. Let it be for your glory, God, um, in the utterance and the knowledge of the grace of Jesus Christ coming forth that all might see and all might know, um, Father, of the things that you've ordained. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Well, there's really a sweet spirit on that. So praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us tonight, um, everyone. Um, and Caroline, God bless you all. Okay, let's go to our next caller, 804-370. Good evening. Who am I speaking to, please? Surprise. <laughs> oh, it's Angie, right, from Virginia. <laughs> How did you do? You heard it. <laughs> it's the voice. Was it the giggles? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome that you uh, have. I don't drew you off, <laughs> You did. You know what? For some reason, I did feel thrown off for a second there. I don't know why. Because I started giggling. <laughs> Maybe. Because I said, you don't Maybe know who this is. <laughs> this is <Yeah>. a different <laughs> number. <laughs> yeah. I have my ways to get to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. 
That's very funny. Okay, well, let me let me mute you for a second and pray. Sure. I'll come back. I'll come back. Thank you. Okay, so, Father, we thank you for Angie, Lord. In Jesus' name, we just lift her up to your throne. God, we, we thank you, Lord, for the age in which, you know, I don't know if this age, like a, a generation, you know, like this age or the era um, or the generation in which you're walking in this age. Um, let me think of something. The day and the age. Oh, wow. Wow. Hmm. So when God created the earth, you know, um, he created in six days, but he created in the whole earth and creation, like the ecosystem, it, it, um, it needs, um, uh, it sources from each other. Everything that he created, it's sourcing from each other and how he created it. And so, um, it is thought that, and I do believe this, that the Lord, when he created certain things, he had to create them, even though he, it was in that day that he created it, there were certain things that had to be mature, like the soil had to have the right maturity and the right um, nutrients in it in order to make the provisions for the other trees, right? And so that there were trees that were budding trees, there were trees that were flowering trees, that are trees that already had fruit, right? So the day and the age, even though he created, he can create with age as well. It's like the day and the age is all created in that one day, if you will, if that makes sense to you, because it makes sense to me. And so um, in the age that God is, I don't know if there's something that he's creating, right? I know a man, he was in, um, I, I want to say Brazil. I don't know if that is the uh, nation or the country or maybe Colombia, uh, somewhere in that region of South America. And he had a lung thing and the God, God literally healed him and gave him new lungs. But he was like 50, 60 years old, maybe. Okay. Well, maybe not that maybe it's not as old as I am. 50, we'll say 50. Okay. He, God created new lungs for him in his old body, right? He didn't get baby lungs. You see what I'm saying? He got lungs that were suited for him. So in that day and age, God created for him what was suitable and needed for that time. Um, and so there's something about the age. So like when I said the age is like a time frame or a season, and then um, think of the day and the age, which is when God created. So I don't know if you've been asking for God. I don't know if God's creating something for you, but the age is like then it's, um, it's appropriate for what's needed. It's created. But it's a it's age it's age appropriate it's for that age or that error um, and what is needed. So we thank you, Father God, for the day and the age um, of um, the things that you're creating for Angie, God. But there's something about that age. Now I don't know. Let me see if there is. Um, because, again, I, I think it's, like, not necessarily, like, a season because it's more than that. It's a longer period of time for that. So, um, okay. Yeah, it's not just age, like, in years. And I don't know how to say that. Um, Yeah, something with, 
I don't know. See, see, the first one says the length of time that a person has lived. Okay, we know that. Or a thing has existed. So in the, I don't know, there's something with this here. So because in the day when God created the heavens and the earth, you know, and then he filled the, he made the trees, okay, they existed the trees some of okay it was in that day but that thing had been existed for a long time but god just created it hopefully this makes sense to you but there's also a um it's not just the existence of time this like this this age that i'm saying here is like a generational thing it's like an era like era of time um, there's something in that, like the age of it, and then the other stuff that I brought out just naturally flowed and came forth. So we thank you. We thank you, God, for placing her in the center of an error, God, and be able to see, God, to see clearly, God, with vision, Lord, in past, present, and future, Lord, um, as she resides with you, God, that you have her feet firmly planted on earth, firmly planted, God, in Jesus' name. And then there's nothing, like, you know, we were reading earlier in um, Romans. There's nothing that can separate you. Like, these things that have come um, in the past, these things that have um, nothing, you are found standing um, in that error. Yeah, and even not only demonstrating, but seeing the things that God has created. And, and that, um, hmm. there's something very um, significant to that. I'm going to open your phone line, but wait one second before. Um, so there's something very significant to that. So I don't know if there's something that you have, um, that, you know, the things that you've experienced that you've seen and learned that you actually need to maybe write down. Um, yeah, that you actually need to, um, like the story somehow maybe needs to be told um, or written down of some sort. You mean write and somehow, my story? Yeah, somehow, like, I see you standing, like, on the earth, if you will, and you're looking, you're able, not, I don't think the earth is flat, just for those that want to go there, that's what I'm saying, but I see you looking back and past, present and future, and you're seeing what the Lord has done, like, in the, in the error of what he has done, E-R-A, and um, so in that age, and what he's created, what he's, done, what he's brought forth, what you've learned, and then that whole Romans 8, um, 38, where it says, For I'm persuaded that neither light, death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor, nor things present nor things to come nor height or depth or any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. And I feel like you have a whole story there, like almost an... Uh, yeah, like a whole, like I, mm-hmm. like there's a whole reference there, even to that verse and what you've seen and what you've known um, in the age and what you've walked in, or which is the ERA, the error. And even um, something, I don't know if it's, you know, what God has done and created and put in our your path, you know. 
Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I can tell you the first audible voice when he spoke to me in his audible voice, which I've only uh-huh. heard twice, so I'm not that crazy. <laughs> I've only heard it audibly twice. Um, <laughs> but that was, you know, the uh, my sheep know my voice. The, yeah. vo- the verse, my sheep know my yeah, voice, ten, and I'll follow no yeah, other. Ten, you know? Yes. Uh-huh. Ten. And... Uh, which was funny because I was trying to run and hide. I was driving a car that didn't have anything but, you know, a turnkey, you know. You know, there's lots of things you got to put together to drive a car besides just turn the key, you know. <laughs> Needs inspection, yeah. you know. All the little minor things that the police would look for, <laughs> like tags. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving down Route 1, which is a major ride around here. Route 1, I was getting ready to make a uh, left-hand turn on Wilkerson Road. And uh-huh. um, or, or wasn't going to make a turn, but God spoke and said, turn here, which would be making a left-hand. I go, I'd never turn here. <laughs> and that's when he spoke, my sheet and my voice. And the next thing I saw was a policeman. So I knew it was God speaking to me because I was asking him to hide me. <laughs> Does that even make wow. sense? I think so. It's interesting. <laughs> and I, was, I, was, I was going to I was going to go where I was going and fight. And I, I well, it was a big fight. And I was going to go to church whether I, you know the vehicle that that I could drive that shouldn't have been a problem for me to drive. You know. But I didn't want to fight uh-huh. over it. I just went, I said, well, I got, this one's mine, and I can drive it if I want to. <laughs> so I got in it and drove off, and that was how that ended. <laughs> but I ended up with all these tickets. Oh, my god. Uh, yeah, I ended up with about, I think, three or four. I don't know. But anyway, when it came time, and then I told everybody God talked to me, and people were laughing at me, and I said, well, I'll tell you what. I said, you just watch. He's going to take care of the ticket. He was just trying to teach me to learn the, uh, to learn his voice, to recognize his voice, because I'd been asking him to speak to me. So I go, sure, uh-huh. sure, sure. So when I went to court, I'm, my name starts with a D. So I knew that I would get back to work in time to open the restaurant, because surely by 9 o'clock, by 11 o'clock, we've gotten past the D. But the judge threw in a... I switched to it and started with disease to work backwards. He said, we're going to do it oh, no. today. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I, <laughs> so even to throw in an extra na-na-na-na, I, I had to, to leave because so, I had to open the restaurant. So I, told, I called the policeman that gave me the ticket outside the courtroom, and he looked at me like I had three eyes, but he listened to me. So I showed him that I'd gotten everything, you know, you know, straight. And I said, whatever you can do, but I've got to go to work, you know. And I said, whatever you yeah. can do on my behalf, I'd appreciate it. But he's he's supposed to testify against me, right? He's the right. state witness. So anyway, so I, I go to work and everybody goes, well, what happened? What happened? You know, because they, they were ready to talk me. And I said, I don't know. I had to leave. And they go, oh, you're going to owe them a lot of money. And so yeah. 
I worked through my, my shelf. I went back to the courthouse. I went to the magistrate. I asked what I, uh, and they said everything was dismissed. I didn't know what he said. So, <laughs> so wow. those who wanted to laugh at me and everything to say that I didn't hear the voice of God, they were now looking at me now. Now, I really do have three eyes. <laughs> she talks wow. to God, don't mess with me. <laughs> that's anyway, good. That's the, story, yeah. that's the story on that one. So, That's awesome. Yeah. And you know what? I, I read that verse earlier. I don't know if you were here when I first logged in, but I, there were two. There was from Romans and then John. I didn't read it, but I spoke on it. Um, I, those were the two I talked about on our assurance with Christ, John ten twenty seven through 29, because then it proceeds to say no one can snatch us out of the Father's hand. But when you were, just before you started talking and sharing that, uh, the Lord was showing me, because when, and then when I read the definition on the age, you're uh, to talk about or write about um, and share about the things that God's brought into existence. That's what it is, the day and the age, the things that God's brought into existence in your life. And that is one of them that you just shared right there, that, you know, the things in the past, the things in the present, and the things that you see in the future. So just like you knew, you knew God was going to take care of that for you. And you even told the people that was the future, you know, word that was uh, to come to pass. So there's something on that, you know, like the things that, that God's brought into existence on your behalf and in your life, you know, how he's spoken to you and how, you know, he's spoken, uh, you've asked and, you know, um, however those things get coordinated, you know, um, that, that come forth. There really is something to that. And I think everyone really, I mean, not, not everyone here is older, you know, or um, I don't really know how old everybody is, but, if you were to think, if you were to turn back to your, the generation, the generation, you know, are just a decade younger than you, 10 years younger than you, in the faith, what would you want to teach them? What was the things that you learned that you would want to share and that they could, you could pass on to them that they could really grasp and get a hold of or that they really need to be anchored in um, and here, Like, you know, and so I think we all need to do that. Like, what would that be? I mean, you know, like what were those little treasures and nuggets and the things um, that the Lord has done that need to be passed on to the generations, you know, and ask the Lord what you're to do with it. Even if you sit and write the whole thing out and then it's not till three years from now that you actually teach it and have, you know, the availability to share it, um, then so be it, you know. But what are those things like in a concise manner, um, so that you can, and if God puts someone in your path, you're just walking shoulder to shoulder, right? Or standing in line, whatever, at the grocery store and something comes up, then you have that and you can release it. You know, like, hey, this might sound odd. This might be, you know, maybe a little too deep for right here, but I feel like I need to share this with you, you know? And, um, yeah. So, anyways, praise God. Oh, I do do that sometimes. I'll stop and tell somebody, I got a story. You want to hear it? <laughs> yeah. That's cute. You know, I my husband that. does that, too. <laughs> so that's, you know, in fact, I have a friend that moved to Texas, and she's, you know, that's how we met is that I, I didn't want, actually, I didn't want to do what I was doing with her. I went outside and, 
God got to dealing with me so badly that I went back in and told her that I couldn't leave and that let me sit down and let me tell you something. And I began to, you know, I don't know why I knew certain things, but God was telling me certain things. It took a breath, you know, and then she was like, you know, I mean, we became the best of friends. She, you know, she still sends me I love you letters, you know, every once in a blue moon because, you know, time time and space. But it was, I'd say, a good 15, 20 years ago that I walked in. But she was selling beds, and I needed a bed. Wow. I and uh, I was able, able to sit and share. And uh, it's just those moments where you're prompted and you just can't let it go and God won't let you get away because I was kind of really mad at God at the moment. And I wasn't going to do anything. <laughs> I'm not doing anything uh-huh. you want to do. <laughs> and yeah. that sounds bad. But, but, but <laughs> you know, we all have to grow up, you know, and it was in my growing stages and I'm still in my growing stages. You know, but yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. You know, when you go, no, I'm not doing that because you know, I'm not that confident anymore. Look at the mess. <laughs> no, totally. I have those moments. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I can remember one time saying to the Lord, um, he was telling me something about someone that was speaking up front, and um, he was sharing some stuff with me. The Lord was, as he was speaking, and so the Lord says, I want you to tell him this. And I said to the Lord, and I know it's not like I had an attitude, but I said, well, why don't, why, why don't you tell him? You know, because I was like, hey, obviously, like, what, you know, basically, what do you need me to tell him for, like, when I know you could tell him yourself, you know? And I know it sounds like I had an attitude in there a little bit, but I was, like, asking, like, what, you know, it just was in a situation where I really had to put myself out there to go tell him what I needed to tell him, you know? So, but God has well, a way I, of I'm exposing just, I'm us. Just glad <laughs> Yeah, I'm just glad God's not like he, like some people think he is, that he's up there just ready to swatch you because I've had some moments where I've been really upset with him and very, you know, and, and no matter, you yeah. know, he'll let you go off and pout a while. You know, he's got all the patience in the world. <laughs> he created yeah, patience. <laughs> yes, and then, but when it comes time to do the job, right, just like Moses, he's like, I'm going to let you talk about why you think you're not qualified, but you're still doing it now. Now, okay. now that you've emptied yourself before me. Yeah, he does. He's very, he's very good about knowing how we process our own soul um, and to allow to come to surrender to him. He, he does a good job right. of that as we're working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I, I, I just really kind of giggled at it all because it, you know, really when you think about it, you know, you're talking to everything you see, everything around you and about you came to existence because God said, let it be, you know, yet man thinks he came up with, but he gave him the idea for the witty invention anyway. You know, I mean, man didn't come up with it. God let, let revealed it within him. It was placed within him to bring the re, the revealing. Man co-creates. He's not the creator. He works with the creator. Yeah. There's a distance. Yeah. Co-author yeah, means you, know what? you didn't write it. Co-author means you didn't write it. 
It means that you were assisting the write the the author. You assisted yeah, like in that. the writing. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Well, listen, you. I don't know if you write or not, but even if you, Angie, um, telling a story, even if you spoke into your computer or spoke into a recording thing and told the story, and then you pass that off to somebody and have them write that out, what they're hearing, like tell, like whatever it is that you spoke, they literally write that out, um, you know, from that. I think that I think there's a program that will do it, won't it? Do you speak into it and it'll write for you? Yeah, I think some computers, yes, yes. They do have, yes, there's some apps or whatever. Yes, you write. So if you're not comfortable writing, then do it that way and then send it through, you know, editing or whatever. But there's something about, again, the things that the Lord's brought into existence over your over the air of your time that you've walked with him. And again, Romans 8, 37, 38, and then, um, and then your view of how you've walked in the past, present, and future, that, that's, that's my word coming forth for you tonight. So, Well, it makes sense. It makes sense. I, I, I will start trying to jot down. I will start to try to work on that before the end of the year, get myself situated. I kind of got, got it halfway set up, but I haven't finished a little area to do that oh. in. Oh. Well, there you go. Very cool. Very good. Excuse me, she, she's got her TV on. I opened the door so she could see outside. <laughs> oh, that's Okay. Well, hey, do you have and any prayer requests? Huh? No, do I, 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 don't, I don't really. I, I was just calling to say, hey, I need, I need, I needed some fellowship. That's all. I love no, you. Well, we need fellowship too. We we love you joining us. So praise God, you and your little um, sidekick there, Sever Barking. <laughs> missy, missy dog, missy dog, missy dog. <laughs> missy dog. Okay, yes, she's she's welcome to share her voice too. <laughs> she goes, I have a testimony. The woman rescued me. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's very good. <laughs> All right, awesome. I love you. Okay, we love you too. Thanks for joining us. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, our next caller is eight oh eight no, I'm sorry, eight seven oh four one five. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Who am I speaking to? Oh, I'm sorry, I think your phone cut out for a brief second when you were saying your name. Shavonda from Arkansas. Okay, Shavonda from Arkansas. Okay, thank you. Hi. Let me mute you for a second. There we go. And then I'll come back to you. Thank you. So, Father God, we thank you for Shavonda, Father. In Jesus' name, we just lift her up to you, God. 
We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Father God, for the things that you're, um, you know, that he's putting together, that he's emphasizing, you know. And um, the Lord just has beauty in everything that he creates. And when the hand of God is on it, um, he is, you know, I don't know, there's like a, um, he's emphasizing and like, um, like I'm seeing this stitching thing um, that's just beautiful, like a, um, Uh, What are those? Like when people do a monogram type of a thing, except he's doing it by hand, which people usually use a machine and, you know, they they put it in there and then the machine just does the work, you know, and you pick the font and the, but I'm seeing like the Lord doing it by hand, like this very beautiful, um, like this very beautiful stitching, like the handwork of God and it's beautiful and he's emphasizing Something and and I'm and I'm thinking what he's creating from what I can see is this um, monogram, which is very personal. That means like it's like our your identity. And normally when people have things monograms, there it's usually intended to go on the left side because it's closest to their heart because that's where you wear your identity. Um, and and um, yeah, there's something with that. Him emphasizing um, and. And stitching, just this beautiful creating things, um, but the hand of God and the beauty of God um, upon your life, upon your identity. Um, in Jesus' name, God, we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord. And, and it's personable, right, that, he, that he's doing it. It's not that he's having it manufactured in any way. It's personable and thought of and... Um, you know, there's one thing with the Lord, and that's um, kind of unchanging, uh, even though the world's changing in this area, but with God it's unchanging, is that um, us sitting with him and fellowshipping with him and having, you know, um, time with him um, and what he creates in us and through us and listening um, and the things that he's establishing and grounding us in, um, there's no, we can't hurry that, you know, there's no app, uh, there's never going to be an app that's going to, um, you know, or no box we can get in the mail monthly that's going to help us with that, right? We still have to do the same, right, thing that you would do in a normal relationship, which is time and effort, and again, you know, I guess that has to do with the alignment. Who are you walking with? Are you walking with the Lord? Are you walking with people who are walking with the Lord? So you can see what it looks like. When you can see what it looks like with people who sit with the Lord, that come into his presence, that spend time with him, what that looks like in other people, you know. And uh, taking the, um, you know, our schedule. And putting the things that we value and making them valuable with our time. And then investing, right? Investing. And there's no other way with the Lord, right? We're created in his image, but then we're transformed into his likeliness when we spend time with him. Um, And as he speaks to us, growing in in our relationship with him. So... um, So through the hands of God creating um, beauty 
and your identity. Um, yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you for that, Father. Yeah, and, you know, even when people create, like, they'll say, oh, I'm going to, like, somebody that's knitting, oh, I know I'm going to make a sweater, but they already have the outcome in their mind, what they're creating, and the beauty and the purpose, right, and um, the pattern, if you will. And just like we were reading in Psalm 139 about he's seen our substance, I think when I was praying for Caroline, he's seen our substance. And um, and he and he wrote those things out ahead of time, right? So he had a pattern um, for our lives, even before. Like he knew, he knew, you know, he jumped from one thing to, all the way to the next, you know. But the pattern, he's seen it, um, and he knows because he's a creator. That's what a creator does. He creates beauty, uh, and he finishes. People who are creative, they finish, they finish projects because that's part of the unction of releasing it um, to the world for the world to see what the creator had done, what the creator created, um, for the world to see it. It demonstrates his hand. It demonstrates his beauty. Um, and, and the whole heart of people who create things, who paint, who make tapestries, who... Um, do pottery it's to complete the project they see it and then they need the completion of it you know Michelangelo when he he was asked um, when he um, carved the angel into the marble they said what did you um, how did how did you do that like how did you um, did you know what you were going to do before you started or whatever how did you plan that or whatever and he and they, and he said he's seen it in the in the slab he's seen the angel and then he just he just brought it forth so just like God does he sees the substance and then he brings it forth um, to its completion he's very good about that so praise God thank you Jesus oh wait a second I'm sorry what sorry hold on hold on I'll come back to you as soon as I was um, hitting to open the phone line, um, they all jumped. <laughs> so I opened the wrong one. But, you, but you're next, 504, you're next. So um, praise God, Shavanda. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I did unmute it, but it had jumped, so it's okay. Um, yes, I received all of that. It's, it's basically taking patience. I can't get any of it fast. It, none of it's going to be done without God working. So I mean that makes perfect sense to me. Um I mean it's it's a process but it it makes me better and at peace that it's God creating it and I I don't have to worry about doing it all alone. Yes, and he's at work and he has a plan mm-hmm. and a pattern and he's gonna bring it to completion. Yeah, and he's at work. Yes. So praise God. Well, it was really um, a sweet spirit on that when I was doing that. So, Shabanda, do you have any um, prayer requests? Um, I was just going to ask for prayer for my baby. Um, he has a fever. 
because he's teasing, but it's, you know, it's kind of bad. So just that he, you know, makes a, a exponential growth, I think that's the word I'm trying to say. A quick, a quick turnaround. <laughs> okay, sure. Sure. Um, do you mind giving his first name? If not, that's fine. I can just say your son. It's Hosanna. Hosanna. Okay. That's your son, right? Is that he? Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Let me mute you, and I'll pray for him, and then we'll move on. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. Have a wonderful and grateful holiday. Thank you. Okay, um, Siobhan, do we pray for Hosanna? We, we lift him up to you, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, Lord, your word says that you are the God of all comfort. God, so we ask that you comfort his gums, God. Comfort his teeth for the process, Lord, in which he is growing, God, um, and, and coming forth, Lord, that you've even designed, God. We ask for your comfort and ease to be upon that for him. God, we pray for his fever, Lord, to um, break and be lessened and lightened through his body. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray if he's fighting any virus or bacteria thing, Lord, we just eradicate that um, through the power of your word, Lord, to bring forth hope and healing, healing to his body, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, as we uplift him unto you, God, that he would sleep well and with ease, Lord. We ask for your presence and your peace. Um, and your security to be upon him in Jesus' name. Um, and then we thank you, Lord, again, for just breaking that fever, God, and easing pain, God. We just rebuke the fever, um, and we ask the Lord to call forth an ease, Lord, of pain. And we thank you, Lord, just for your divine nature and your divine comfort and compassions um, in Jesus' name to, to heal him quickly. Speedily, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Okay. thank you for waiting, 504-282. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Who am I speaking to? Good evening. It's Nicole from Louisiana. Oh, okay, thank how you, Nicole. You? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Well, glad you're here tonight. Thank you so much. Yeah, somebody uh, at the top jumped off. And then it moved, as soon as I hit to open it, it moved everybody up one. So that's how that happened. <laughs> okay, okay, let me come. Let me come. That's okay. Let me, sorry about that. So let me come back to you uh, and pray for you. So, Father, we thank you. <laughs> excuse me. We thank you for Nicole. In Jesus' name, we lift her up to you, God. We thank you for your graces, Lord, and your mercy, Lord. Uh, that cover her, God. So I feel like... Um, like when I said graces and mercies um, on each ear, like those ear things, ear, I don't know if they're headphones. Thank you. Um, yeah, grace and mercy, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for covering her, Lord, and sealing her, God, with your grace and your mercy. You know, um, there is a Philip Yancey wrote a book about the sheep, you know, and the correlation between a good shepherd and his sheep. And he was talking about um, the um, the shepherd puts this oil um, on the sheep's ears, um, and it's kind of like 
Well, it's oil. I don't know if it's considered anointing. It's kind of like, you know, I, I don't know if it is. Okay, let me just not say that part if I'm not certain. Um, so they put the oil on the sheep's ears because these little bugs um, fly into the ears. And if they put the oil, and they put the oil there, the bugs will just hit the oil and they'll stay there and not fly directly into the sheep's ears. And then it gets infected. Um, and then growth and, you know, the bugs like lay eggs and it just um, exasperates the whole situation. But the principle that he was using, the principle that he was using in that was, um, hey, if anyone's listening online and you want prayer, you're going to need to dial in. Um, 319-527-6027 if you're listening because the online version the streaming is um, going to end in one minute. So you need to jump on the phone line if you want to continue to listen um, until the end of the program. So God bless you for that. Um, so um, the principle of that is, is that um, so they don't get hurt, right? It doesn't get affected. And so sometimes we have little things that want to get in our ears, like little bugs, if you will, that are, um, you know how the verse talks about uh, the, the sheep, the little foxes spoil the vine? It's kind of similar to the same thing as where, like, if these little bugs, these little things get into our ear gates, either their people are talking or they're complaining or whatever it might be, you know, that we hear that is maybe striking us. Like, sometimes we might have, you know, a week where we feel like we're being triggered, but maybe it's God's like God's strengthening us and he's showing us how he's walking alongside of us, side of us and protecting us and guiding us and guarding us. And, you know, he's allowing us to feel it um, and be aware of it. And also, you know, sometimes that's how he purges it out of us as well as that he presses on it to bring, to purify, <laughs> to bring forth pure oil, you know? So, um, but Sometimes those little bugs will speak into that area that um, that want to agitate us more and land, find a landing place to agitate us more. But when this anointing or this oil, excuse me, as the shepherd puts this oil on their ears, that it is um, it stops the bugs from actually entering uh, the sheep's ear gates. So, Father God, so when I see you with the headphones on mercy and listening and hearing, <clears throat> mercy on one side, grace on the other, <clears throat> it recalls unto me the story, the illustration that Philip Yancey used uh, with the sheep. And so, so, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for the things that you want to speak into Nicole's ears, God, by your mercy and by your grace, God. We thank you for covering her. God, thank you for covering her and her ear gates and what she hears, God, in Jesus' name. God, and let it be, <clears throat> let it be the grace and the mercy, let it be in harmony and in rhythm um, with heaven, God, with your grace. And there is a version, I think in the, um, <clears throat> in the um, message Bible on, um, in Matthew 11, it talks about um, being yoked with the Lord, and um, and there it talks about um, being staying in rhythm uh, with the grace 
of God. So, um, I mean, I just, when I said that, it maybe reminded me of that verse. So, <clears throat> thank you, Jesus. Praise God. God bless you. That was, that was really powerful. I did not know about that, the oils being applied to the ears to protect them from bugs. Um, yeah. I honestly do feel like this has been, especially the last two weeks, I've been receiving kind of like bad news, right? And there's, in my work environment, there's a lot of complaining, lots and lots of complaining. Um, but I've just been really, really trying my best to, you know, just believe God and focus on God and, and believe he's in control and really trying to, like, ignore the the negative reports. And at one point you just kind of, I know for me, it it kind of reminds me of how far I've come in terms of my faith because uh, it almost feels like I'm in denial, but I'm not, <laughs> you know, but it's almost like I, I can really – I can really, the, the, that word really resonates with me because I really do feel like I've been, that sound of, of negativity, all the, you know, negative rumors and everything has just been drowned out. Like, I'm just not phased by it. I'm not giving it any attention. And so, you know, I, I, I really do feel like God's mercy and grace is on me. That's beautiful, yes. <clears throat> and that's so good because I know, um, yeah, when people start complaining, that can have, that's good because it can definitely have an effect on people when they're um, in the workplace, you know, that can like grow like yeast, you know, and um, can really embed itself into places that are not good, you know and seem, seemingly grow. So that's wonderful that you have the ability and that you're walking through that place um, and not letting it embed, you know, in your ears or your heart or your mind or any of that, you know. Um, that, that's good. It does sound like, even the way you describe it, um, that it is God's grace and his mercy over you. So, yeah. I receive it. Yeah, I think it's also very cool. It's on one side and mercy is on the other ear. Mm-hmm. But I'm very analytical, so I could be overthinking it. But <laughs> no, you know, um, no, that's okay because I can be a literal thinker sometimes too, and then like I'll ask people a question. <laughs> Sometimes it sounds so stupid when I'm being literal. I'm like, what did you mean by And I was like, oh, I have to explain to people, oh, no, I'm a literal thinker. <laughs> like, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but the, um, you know, in Psalm 23, which I think that came forth earlier when I was praying something, maybe at the very beginning about his rod and his staff, like directing us and comforting us, but it says goodness and mercy will follow you all of your days. And, um, mm-hmm. yes, so, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Mm. Wow, that's a powerful word. 
I, I receive it. Yeah. Uh, and you can continue to pray it as well. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, I definitely will. I definitely will um, be continuing to pray, um, you know, through this season. But I, I really, I'm just, I'm just grateful for his, his grace and mercy and um, just yeah, his peace, too. Through. Yeah, that's wonderful. I had a friend one time, she actually discipled me and the Lord and when I came to know the Lord. And sometimes I'll send her different things, just encouraging her, like, anyways. But um, she, at one point, had a brain tumor. And she said she knew that she knew that she knew she was going to be fine. And she just had this that, that peace that surpasses all understanding. And she said she had a lot of friends telling her, you're just in denial. Like, you don't understand the gravity of, you know, like, what's happening, and you're in denial. And she's like, no, I'm not. I, I'm telling you, I know I'm going to be okay. It's going to be all right, you know. And um, she did. She came out okay. I've heard other people say that. I've, I've heard um, another person talk about a testimony of um, having cancer when he was young. And um, he. And I don't even know if he knew the Lord yet, but he he had just the presence of God and the peace of God. He knew it was going to be okay. And he remembers everyone in his family, like crying and, you know, intensely concerned over him. And he just knew it was going to be okay. And he's like, I'm going to be okay. And they're like, Oh, he doesn't understand. He's not old enough to understand, you know, Mm -hmm. but somehow the presence, like the hovering presence of God yeah, and that peace that surpasses understanding was upon him, you know, and her. So it's very cool when that happens. And um, and it's good. We give testimony. Like Angie given testimony. She was not going to get a ticket. And then the whole thing, like the people don't, oh, my gosh, you know. So um, it is. It's a testimony. It draws people in, you know, because when the Lord does that, he presses on us to bring forth whatever is in us, you know, sometimes that's to purify us. But he does that as well to others as well when we're sharing a testimony or when we're, or we're sharing our lives, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, th- yeah, like, oh, you can't have peace in that moment, but you can, you know. So, um, yeah. And mm, yeah. it doesn't make sense to other people. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and and I like how the Lord even tells us, right, like, or reminds us that we're seated in heavenly places and come up higher. So in those times, we we come up higher with him. And, you know, that song even that talks about, and the things of this world go strangely dim, you know. So he lifts us up in, in a different, it's a different playing ground, if you will. You know, it's like the place of victory and um, and just reaching him and his heart and him holding us and guiding us um, <clears throat> as we come up higher with him and whatever that looks like for any person to, you know, once you <clears throat> discover that place, then you can learn to go back <clears throat> and enter into it. And it might look different for, you know, somewhat similar, but somewhat different, you know, for other people. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, that's good. That's good. Wow, that 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 word, the whole thing just ministered to me. 
Oh, well, praise God. Yeah, I don't think <clears throat> my throat. I don't think the enemy wanted me to release that. He's <laughs> trying to mm-hmm. take it out of me. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, but praise God. But although I did, I, um, so is there anything we can pray for you specifically? Um. Yes, I would say just um, you know, that God sends help and support in my workplace. For my licensure, that's something I'm continuing to pray about um, because right now that's something that's in jeopardy of not being able to um, receive the supervision that I need. So I'm just going to persistently be in prayer and agreement with others on on that, um, finding someone who can supervise me um, while I train for my license. Okay. Okay, yes. We'll be happy to pray with that. Okay, let me um mute you. Thank you so much for joining us. A good um conversation and prayer over you. God bless you and your family this week. Uh during the holidays. So thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, um, Okay, and then we'll pray for you. So, Father God, we thank you for Nicole, Lord, in Jesus' name. We set our faith in agreement on on earth, looking to our Heavenly Father, that you would move on Nicole's behalf, God, and help her, Lord, and position her with a supervisor, God. Let there be alignment in the workplace, God, with supervision, God. Um, and we thank you, Lord. Lord, your word says that all... Um, yeah, Lord, I must take authority over the things that are rambling um, and confusion. God, you are not the God of confusion. You are a God of peace in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, for Nicole that can release your peace as she walks in the workplace, God, as she enters um, that building, that place. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. And even before you enter in the parking lot, just taking authority, um, over confusion in Jesus' name, God, that you silence um, that, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, and we speak forth your peace, Lord, we speak forth the alignment of God, Lord, because you created all authority, uh, whether it's on earth or in heaven, God, so we ask that you release the authority and the alignment for supervision for this to continue, God, not just for Nicole, God, but for the clients and the people and the community in which they will serve, Um, in this center, Father God. So we ask for your mercy to be upon um, her workplace in Jesus' name, God, and those that, um, Lord, help them to um, settle things in their heart that will not come off their tongues anymore, God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you that no weapon formed against them shall prosper, and any tongue that shall rise in judgment you shall condemn, even if it's their own tongue, God, that the words be condemned, not the people. Um, but the words, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we we call forth, God, the help and the support in the workplace. God, we, we know this is of you, God, but the authority and aligning and setting it in order. God, we thank you for the placement that you have, Nicole, God, to bear fruit, God, and, and help the community, Lord, um, that, that whatever this workplace is, God, it helps the community, uh, to arise as well, God. So we thank you, Lord, for um, just doing a battle, God, and, and showing Nicole when she reads your word, God, and lay it upon her heart, 
Lord, the things that she's to pray, God, let the word of God come forth like a sword uh, of a spirit that she would wield that sword um, over that area, Father God, and that you, God, would be the conqueror force, Lord, uh, with your victory, you would come forth, God. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, and take down the enemy, God, and the things that are hindering and fighting against, God, we call forth, we call forth your victory, God, and we thank you for using Nicole, even in First um, Corinthians 1, 4, and 5, that the, by the grace of God, she has the utterance and the knowledge of God to be re- released in her workplace. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, 828-989. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Hey, Deborah. It's Jennifer from North Carolina. Okay, awesome. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. Okay, hold, let me mute you for one second and come back to you. Father God, we thank you for Jennifer. In Jesus' name, we lift her up to you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for the gates. I just heard the word gates. Um, I don't know if you're a gatekeeper. Open the gates of heaven. Okay, so I know that is in um, Psalm 24. Let me just hold this and my Bible is right here. Gates, gatekeeper. Oh, okay. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it, this NIV. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in its holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false. He will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God, his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your faith, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors. O you gates. So I don't know what that is because I heard the word gates. So I don't know if it's referring to you, like you're a gateway, like you are the place, the gateway. Yeah, there's something about that. It was um, gate. I just heard the word gate when I opened up and then thought of this first. Lift up your heads, O you gates, right? It sounds like, how's the gate lift up its head? Okay, be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who who is he, the king of glory? The Lord Almighty, he is the king of glory. So praise God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for being the lifter of Jennifer's head and her eyes, Father God. We thank you for her eyes, Lord, that you would bless her eyes. Lord, um, that she would have eyes to see with spiritual wisdom. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for gates. You know, gates is even, I think, a place of authority, like a crossing over place, right? So, um, you know, and a a crossing over place to me makes me think of, um, because we stand, we are royal, the royal priesthood, and we are the ones who stand on earth. Um, and call upon heaven 
and that crossing over place where there's the ascending and descending of angels because of our royal priesthood. That's what, you know, um, so that's what the crossing over is, is from heaven to earth, from earth to heaven. And so um, we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, for just that crossing over place, Lord, that, that Jennifer has established Lord, that you lead her to, God, even even um, in the land, God, you lead her to, and the crossing over, and the, t- you know, um, what's his name? Um, okay, I'll think of it in a second. Um, Kim Clement used to talk about um, sometimes when the word of the Lord would come upon you, it was, there was a reference to, like, um, hmm, not just the here and now, but, like, something in that in a time reference where it needed to be released um in that moment right so like if you're driving and you have that unction but it just says like it doesn't just bubble up it's like oh i gotta say this like right now this this prayer or this word you know it's just gonna come forth um out of my being right now in this moment um and in this time and space and he was just talking i remember he used to talk about something about it something with it being time like timely with heaven that it's released on earth in a timely manner something something of that sort i don't remember everything but um him giving indication of that being true so something about gate like you are the gateway the gate um there is an authority there of course the um i forget the word i used early earlier but like that transitional place between heaven and earth, uh, we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. And there's a place for that. Like, there literally is a place for that. Like, it's all, um, I don't say ordained of God, but it's all, um, okay, so there used to be these gates, like, in the, when I was in Israel, there's this gate of Abraham, I think it's called. It's like an arch on a gateway of Abraham that it's still standing in that place because it was a reference like this is this is when you cross under it this belongs to this has been established under his gatekeeping under his watch under his care right and so um, you know when you walk through that like it's all established in and through that person this is what they've Oh, not created, but like their time and space on earth um, of what they have authority over, right? Or some people call maybe that your metron, like that's the gate, the um, that place. Oh, thank you, Lord. Yeah, there's something there. So we thank you, Lord. Um, maybe so, God, establish it on earth uh, for Jennifer as it is in heaven. God, and we, we thank you, Lord, for the gate. God, making her even a gateway, Lord, and um, her prayers, Lord, and for the opening and the receiving, the ascending and the descending, God, in Jesus' name, and the establishing, establishing that gateway and that arch that is unto her, God, in Jesus' name, and even the meeting place, you know, can be a meeting place um, as well. So thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. That was confirmation. Um, uh, who shall ascend the mountain of the Lord and the and the gates 
are two scriptures that he continually speaks to me, but I have a feeling I need to press in more on those two things in the ascending and descending. So, um, yeah, he's speaking and, and so much confirmation there. I'm really excited yeah. to to yeah. to yeah. Um, dig deeper for the, for more. Uh, wow. 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 Great yeah. word. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yes. 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 Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Thank, thank you, Lord. Mm. Yes. Father, thank wow. you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Deborah. Yeah, wow. Well, thank you for joining us. I mean, it all works together when we all put our faith in one place. <laughs> yeah. Went to the Lord. Yes. So praise God. Well, yeah, uh, do you have any you. prayer requests? Or Yeah, I just realized um, what time no. it is. I'm sorry. I don't mean to rush you, but I was just like, oh, goodness, I realized. Oh, um, no, 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 no. Just go ahead and, and go on to the next person so they'd be blessed. Thank you. Okay, thank you. God bless you. It's good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you thank joined you. us tonight. Okay, mm-hmm. take, thank you. take care. God bless. And everyone, have a wonderful Thanksgiving this week. If I don't get a chance to tell each one individually, everybody, please do have uh, a wonderful holiday. And um, may your hearts be filled with gratitude and joy to the Lord. Okay, so let me, um, uh, Jennifer was 828. And then our next caller is uh, 919-995. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Cheryl. Cheryl from North Carolina? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Okay. All right. Let me mute you for one second. Okay. Let me mute you for a minute, and then I'll come back to you. So, Father God, we thank you for Cheryl in Jesus' name, Lord. We thank you, Father God, um, just for blessing her. Lord, um, for bringing her in, God, to the places, Father God, that you've designed for her, Lord, I I thank you, Father God, um, so like the wind of the spirit, but also like a balancing, but catching the wind, like definitely taking it in, um, and mm, taking it in, um, to its fullness, like everything that you could grasp or take in, even the wind of God um, upon your spirit, even upon your soul, like even upon your face. You know how you can um, just like even take in the wind when it's on your face, when it's pleasant, like a pleasant wind. But I also see like, okay, lingering. Oh my goodness like the lingering of the winds of the spirit and the Lord just bringing um, like balance and this, um, like this graciousness as you're receiving it, as it's lingering, you know, um, like, like in flight, like almost like a kite, you know, it's, it's just like a lingering uh, in this place and you're just taking it in, taking it in the lingering wind of God and the presence of God and the balance, the balancing that it's bringing, um, yeah, so thank you, Father God, um, Lord, as she looks to you, Lord, that you um, bring that in, Father God, in Jesus' name, 
in Jesus' name. And I'm not sure of, because um, I see this like taking place near a body of water. And so I don't know if that has something to do with the body of Christ um, or the wind of the spirit near the body of Christ, that it's like lingering. Um, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for, for blessing her eyes as well, God, to see uh, the spirit, to see into the spirit, God, in Jesus' name, and just the lingering wind of God, Lord, of, of your presence, and in the balance of, um, we thank you, in the balance of your presence, and the balance of your nature and your character, God, we thank you, Jesus' name. Okay. Wow. That was good. That was, I felt like I just went on vacation <laughs> anyway. Okay. So praise God. That was, that was cool. So. Okay. Awesome. Are you there? I have the right number. It was nine one nine 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 five. Okay. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that word. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm just writing down what I saw. All right. Well, thank you. If you need anything else, um, you have a wonderful holiday. Just text the program, and uh, we'll try to respond to your text. Thank you for joining us. Okay. Two five one two two nine. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Who am I speaking to? Um, this is Sarah from Alabama. Oh, Sarah, how are you? Hi, I'm well. How are you? <laughs> Doing good. Okay. Okay, let me um, mute you and come right back to you. And then I have two more callers as well. So I have 501608 are my next two callers. Um, so we are with 251 with Sarah from Alabama. Star here. Thank you, Father God, for Sarah, Lord. We just bring her unto your altar, God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, just for the aroma of Christ and the aroma, like even of fresh bread, like the, just the aroma of Christ, the aroma of, um, you know, he makes a supply when he, um, right, he's the bread of life and he satisfies us, right? So um, I, I just see, I see that um, happening and even, um like the bread is like you even make an offering um, of the bread of life to the board, you know, like that you will take that. It's almost like, you know, it's almost similar. I've never heard anyone say this, but it's almost similar to the talents, right? Where he's giving us talents and then we go out, what do we do with them? How do we invest them? But I see this bread He's giving you the bread of life. And the bread, you know, like a loaf of bread, and you have all these slices, right, which is more than five. And and how are you going to steward that and honor that and present it as an honor and a gift um, unto the Lord, you know, and that you're prepared 
you are prepared to go out and to offer um, the spread of life to others, you know, that you give them a slice, if you will. And I never, I, actually, just as I said it, I know there's a, and it might sound corny, but the slice of heaven, right? Um, I just, I wasn't thinking that until I said it. So um, I, I thank you, Lord, how she has prepared well. God, there's such like there's a preparation and you presenting this before the Lord as the bread of life and the things that you've received from him that you are willing to. But there, again, I, I don't see what the preparation is. I just have an understanding that as you're standing before him and you're, you're like, it's like, it's like you're holding up this offering to him and, and, you're, and that you've prepared for him. You're holding the offering before him, asking for his blessing, and then you're going to go out and dispense it um, into the world. It's really quite beautiful, really. Honestly, I feel like when I'm seeing this and just like in my spirit experiencing this, I feel like I should pray over, over even everything that I present to the Lord uh, when I go about my day, you know, or work or whatever it is, is just present it to the Lord first, ask for his blessing on it, and then, you know, um, dispense it. Uh, with his blessing. So, yeah, Sarah, there is, and again, that whole part of you, this, of, of what you've prepared, the Lord hasn't shown me that part of it, but I do have a, a knowledge or an understanding, I should say, uh, that it did take you preparation. And you are prepared um, to go out and dispense this to other people, and you're presenting it to the Lord as an offering and asking his blessing to be upon that. And so we thank you, God. We ask for the multiplication to come forth upon that, upon her life, God, as she offers the bread of life to others, God, and a slice of heaven. God, let people experience you in supernatural ways, God, in supernatural encounters, God, as never before because of your Holy Spirit and the blessing of the Father to be upon that, God, that they would consume be consumed by the Father's blessing, by the Father's intaking of love, God. And we thank you, Lord, for crediting crediting it to Sarah's account as righteousness. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what's happening, but my heart is just really full. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Wow, Sarah. Wow. Oh, man. Oh gosh! Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'm so like overwhelmed. I really am. Um, I've actually felt the presence of the Lord. Uh, and in doing this, you, it's such a different feeling. It's a feeling of like the anointing, a feeling just just taking you all to another level in Him. And uh, hmm. I'm so thankful for that. You know, it's it's like a refreshing to the hmm. utmost. I mean, you can you can never imagine. You can only imagine. You know how the feeling of having this refreshing is like having um, him pour just the anointing oil on you. And being refreshed by it, and I've actually felt that before when um my mother prayed for me. It was a time, 
and I've actually felt his presence in in the anointing of him. And that was wow. nice. Yeah. Wow, there's something really on that because my, my spirit is really responding to that and like physical ways when you say that. So, um, so Father, we thank you. I had a dream about that one time. So I thank you, Lord, for even, um, wow, yeah. See, now that might have just been the bread of heaven that you offered. See, the, even the word that I gave you and then you gave back <laughs> was like the bread of life. Um, yeah, that was you demonstrating the bread of life. And a slice from him. So thank you, Father, for that. God, let it let it be so. God, let it land where it needs to land. Lord, your word says that you accomplish. Lord, that your word accomplishes that which you've purposed. God, so even beyond you know my limited understanding or anybody else's, Lord, that we would just receive. God, we would receive the substance by our faith. God, and let it purpose and come forth as you as you called it and prepared it and designed it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Yes. Um, I know that you have other callers, so um, I'm just praying and everything that you have a blessed Thanksgiving. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Did you did you have a prayer? Because I would be happy to lift that up for you. Um, yes, I have a prayer that um, just for health and wellness, and for okay. uh, people that yeah, that's basically it. Okay, health and wellness, and we're going to say something else with people <clears throat> that uh, people that are homeless that you know, have no way, but Jesus is the light, so that they're being covered by the Lord, just that they're covered by the Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's very sweet. Okay, thank you. Yes, thank you so much. And um, you have a wonderful holiday as well. Thank you so much for joining us. It was good to talk with you and pray um, over you as well. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry. I was When I was listening to you, I was wiping my eyes because I had a little tear in my eye. So um, <laughs> that's why I drew back. Maybe that's what you were picking up on, but I didn't go anywhere. So, Father, we thank you for Sarah, Lord. We ask, Lord, um, for just health and wellness. God, uh, we thank you, Father God, for just taking over in her life, God, every cell, every fabric of her being. God, we thank you, Lord, as she fellowships with you and even takes communion, God. Uh, we, we ask for your healing to be upon her, God. Healing, Lord, and health in every way, God, in Jesus' name, and even protection, God, and eradicating anything that, any virus or bacteria that would try to come against her illness, God, anything, Father, we just eradicate that through your body and through your blood and your word, God, as we pray in faith, Lord, even obedience to your word to pray for those who are sick, that they would recover, 
God. So we thank you for her wellness, Lord, body, soul, and spirit, and covering her in every way, God, even this holiday season, Lord, and and um, her mom, Lord, I, I pray, God, um, in her new, uh, as my friend lost her daughter, and she calls it her new reality, um, she she celebrates her daughter's life in different ways than she did when her in her memory, um, in different ways and different expressions than um, she did when she was living. But it's in her heart um, to honor her. And so I pray, Lord, that you would give Sarah those things in her heart to honor her mom and her memory, God, and to bring forth the closeness, God, and the remembrance, Lord, of her love, and her fellowship with um, not only her, but the Spirit of God in her life as well, Lord. And that Sarah would know, Lord, that she carries that, God, that she's imparted, her mom's imparted um, unto her, God, in precious, precious ways, Lord, that bless others, Lord, um, as she serves you, Lord, even in the workplace, God, and all that she puts her hands to do. And we pray for those that are homeless, Lord, you are a marvelous light. God, shine forth and shed forth. Lord, and cover them and protect them, God. We thank you for those that are saved, Lord, um, that know you, that are homeless, God, that your protection, God, would powerfully shield and protect them and that they would be a light to those around them as well, God, that you would um, help them as they navigate um, homelessness, God, and back into um, finding a dwelling place um, of safety, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, 501-232. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Hello, my name is Michelle from Arkansas. Michelle, okay. I know I've, I know I've prayed for you before, correct? No, actually, I thought I was calling into the Randy Chandler prosthetic line, but um I heard your show, so I tuned in and was like, hey, well, let's pray. <laughs> Sounds good oh. to me. <laughs> okay, yes. Uh, Randy will be on, and um, he has a different um, number now. Do you want me to give you that number on his program? Yeah, I'm going to have to run and get a pen. Um, okay, go ahead. Well, um, okay. Okay. I have um, well, let me pre- If you can bring your phone with you, I'll mute you and start to pray with you while you gather the information. That way we'll multitask here. So let me mute you and I'll pray for you. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us and sticking around. So he will, uh, Randy definitely will be here um, in 20 minutes, but not on this phone line. This one's just for the host. Um, that help him, the co-host, excuse me, um, that help him. So he has a different phone line now that he, um, that you dial into as well. Um, so thank you, Michelle. For So Father God, we thank you, Lord. We just lift up Michelle to you, Father. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you are God um, Elohim. God Elohim, okay, and I don't know if that's creator, sustainer, uh, okay, that is um, the name for God frequently in Hebrew, but it is um, Genesis 1-1, oh, in the beginning God created the heavens, no, 
Um, where does it say what the meaning of it is? Jesus is one with God, also called the Holy Prophet. Uh, let, me, let me see. Um, oh, it refers to the monotheistic creator of God, the God of Israel, Yahweh. So it's very similar to that he is the God. He is the Godhead. Um, so thank you, Lord. You, Lord. This is Father God. We thank you for Michelle, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for being the Godhead and the ruler um, over her life, Father God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Even even from ancient ancient of days, you know, when he would use a well, Hebrew word, but but in ancient of days where in Jeremiah six sixteen it says, um, look at the pathway and look, um, see the good path, um, walk in it like it's the ancient of ways and choose the good path and walk in it. When you come at a cross path, a crossway like an intersection, if you will, in your life. Um, and and look at the good way and walk in it. That's what it is. Look at the ancient path and the good way, um, the ways of the Lord and the purposes of God, um, and to to walk in that. So we thank you, Lord, for even making guideposts for Michelle, Father God, that she could follow you, God, um, and your direction um, in your heart, Lord, that she would know that she's on her way, like just like a runner right? Like a runner, like runs a marathon, there's different guideposts and there's different stations. So they know that they're on the right track and that there's a, like a refreshing tent, right? They have, and there's time to change their socks or whatever, you know, that they have need of to keep going. Um, and you know, that they have like, um, not assistance, but they have people that are like their crew, on the sidelines that help them with the water. Hey, you need your new pair of socks, you know, and God's doing that along our path. You know, he's the one who sets up the trail. He sets up the journey as God and ruler. And then, you know, um, he comes alongside of us, right, through the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, to be our refresher, to be our guide and um, and to defend us with his love, you know, just making all those provisions along the journey, and along the track, um, uh, you know, with his hand on his heart. And sometimes we can get weary, but the Lord tells us not to grow weary um, in well-doing, right? So, um, and that doesn't mean that we heap more on us and just grin and bear it, um, right? So we have to have, you know, wisdom um, and all that we're doing. But, um, but I see the Lord with you, like, um, again, being the ruler, setting up your journey, um, but then coming alongside of you in those times where you need refreshing, you need the provision, um, and him helping you, literally helping you and defending you uh, with his love. So praise God. Sounds great. Sounds like everything I've been going through, actually. Um, Can you hear me? Yes, I can, yes. Okay, I love that you said Elohim. I love that. Oh, 
because yeah, that's the Godhead. That's the feminine and masculine of God. That's like the whole one complete Godhead. So most high. So that's mm. awesome. I love talking about Elohim. Um, mm. Yeah, anyways, you had some really great words. I appreciate that very much. And so what is that phone number? And I will tune into that show later. And thank you so very much for your prophetic word. Absolutely. Yep, I'm pulling up now. So it's 319-527-5555. 6737. Three, seven. Got it. All right. Awesome. Thank you so very much. What's your name again? My name is Deborah. Yes. Nice to meet you, Michelle. Thank you for calling. You have a wonderful day. You too, Deborah. Thank you so much. All righty. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, so six zero eight nine six seven. I think this is Shannon. Great, Shannon. Great, thank you so much. And do you have a prayer request? Because I'll just pray both um, now, if you'd like. Oh uh, yeah, protection, guidance. You know, a wife. Okay. <laughs> Until it comes to pass, and we keep praying. Yes, and um, earlier I talked about alignment, and I gave some practical steps in that. So you might, I'm not, I'm not doing this to plug anything, but there are, but you might want to just go back and listen to that um, on the, because um, I was talking about like when we set goals and we have things that we want to do, how do we align ourselves with that in a practical way, um, and some things that I had heard this week myself, and just encouraging everyone to maybe you know, because we're coming to the end of the year as well, right? So whatever those places are um, that we can participate in alignment, um, you know, and you might already be doing them. I don't know, but maybe there's some new things in there that the Lord would um, illuminate to your heart as well and your process of finding um, your uh, bride. So let me mute you. And thank you so much for joining us. And I'm going to pray and then I'll need to end the show. So sorry, we can't chat, but God bless you. Thank you. Yes. And thank you. You have a wonderful Thanksgiving as well. So Father, we thank you for Shannon, Father, in Jesus name. And we lift him up to you, Father God. We we thank you, Lord, uh, for just for the things that you impart. You know, right? So when the Lord brings courage, it's called encourage because he's placing it inside of us, encouraging us. Um, and, you know, just how he bestows things upon us. Lord, we behold him and he bestows. We behold and he bestows. And I've never heard anyone say that. But he bestows on us. And I'm sure, you know, okay, so, uh, oh gosh, I'm so behind. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for protection as well over Shannon, God, over uh, all of his travels, all of his steps. Father God, in Jesus' name, God, his path, Lord, every avenue, Lord, um, and place, Lord, that you lead him and guide him, Father God, even unbeknownst to him, God, about his day, God, that your protection, God, your angelic protection and assistance would be with him, God, to even propel him, to the path of his bride, God, and the steps to take, God, and the people to talk to and the people he'll meet, 
God, and the testimonies over here. God, we thank you, Lord, for, for just uh, refreshing refreshing his heart and hearing testimonies, how couples met, God, and how, um, yeah, Lord, just refresh him in those areas, God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for your guidance, God. You, you do, you, Lord, you promise that is a, a role of the Holy Spirit, that we're empowered with the Holy Spirit, and he guides us in his word, God. So we, we thank you, Lord. I thank you for um, even sharpening his own prayer arrow, God, and how to pray. God, and releasing things in timely fashions and timely manners, um, God, uh, that propel him um, into his future, God, that propel him into the moment, God, that you speak to him, even, uh, even right before um, things take place, God, a day before two days before, two hours before they take place, God, you begin to speak to him and leading him, you know, and so remember, you know, in the prophetic, you know, and when God speaks, he, it's really only, um, you know, a portion, right? We only know in part um, what he's saying. So even if you hear a prophetic word, you really only know a part of it. You don't know the whole thing, right? Just like Jesus was prophesied that he, before his coming, um, they, they only had in part what that would look like. Um, and then, you know, Simeon and Hannah, was it? And the, they, they recognized with their eyes for spending much time in prayer, much, you know, anticipation of what was happening um, before the Lord to embrace that. Um, you know, so they beheld him and then they bestowed him. I don't know if that's it, you know, but um, <clears throat> so so there's that. So we thank you, Lord, for guiding them, God, and um, just engrafting God. He's engrafting God. He's seeking, searching, and knocking God for a future bride, a Christian woman for companionship that would lead to um, marriage, God. So we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for what he's searching for, God, is, is according to your word, Lord, and you've placed it in his heart, God, and we ask you to establish that on the field, God. And we thank you, Lord, for giving him even different strategies, God, and how to walk and um, how, um, yeah, different like, you know, like a football team has different strategies of like, okay, now what are we going to do this time? We're going to throw the ball. We're going to run the ball. We're going to kick the ball. You know, there's just different ways in order to get over the line, get over, um, you know, for the winning team, right, to get over the like one goal, but different strategies to get to the goal. You see the Lord giving you different strategies. You know, maybe they're just new ideas, new positioning and placement. I mean, it could be that simple um, uh, to get to the finish line, if you will, to get to your goal. So praise God. Okay, everyone, thank you. God bless you. Oh, I'm very, very over it. But God bless you. Have a wonderful week.